Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. All right, we're about to get into this review, but before we do, got to let you know that this review is sponsored by Hello Fresh. <laughs> Martin, say hello to Fresh. Hello Fresh. Yeah, man. Cool thing about Hello Fresh. Hey, you know we're about to get in this Bond review. Uh, you ain't got to be a James Bond. You ain't got to be out there saving the world to impress the women, man. No? No. What, what would you do? Cook a good meal, man. Women love to see you cook. That's true. They don't expect you to be able to cook. No, they don't. We, women, you know, they just as sexist as men. They don't think they, they <laughs> don't think men can cook. Yeah. Why don't you come over so I can cook us a meal? Okay, who's he gonna order from? Let me let me check the trash for the receipt. No, but now they can watch you cook. You know what? I don't even think James Bond knows how to cook. <laughs> he probably doesn't. You ever seen James Bond <laughs> cook a him, meal? Never seen him cook. So that's one thing that y'all can have over James Bond. James Bond don't know how to cook nothing. Mm-mm. But now you can. You can press the women with Hello Fresh. Why is that? Because HelloFresh, it makes cooking fun. Oh, my God. It looks so good. Yeah. It makes it, makes it fun and makes it easy. They give you these pre-measured ingredients, mm-hmm. and they give you these instructions. And even if you don't know how to cook that much, man. Sure. You'll be off and cooking a meal in about 30 minutes or so and. Not just any kind of regular meal. I mean, I'm talking about something that's looking gourmet right there. Oh, yeah. And that looks delicious, like like restaurant quality. And you have everything set in front of you, so there's no time wasted going through the grocery aisles trying to figure out what to do. Well, that's another thing, man. You know, it saves money. It's about 28% cheaper mm-hmm. than shopping at the grocery store. And you know... You know, you you know they 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 up price everything at the restaurants, man. Oh, especially oh, today, they trying to make up for things. <laughs> they are, yeah. So you saving about seventy percent uh-huh. from a restaurant if you decide to cook at home with this, man. Because again, they give you all the ingredients right there. Um, you know, you can also customize your meals. You can let them know if you're anywhere from vegetarian, you like fish a lot. Uh, yeah, hey, if you love meat, they got it for you. And they also send you these cards right here where. They show you how to prep the meal, and just to give you, they just sent me something. Yeah. I'm making something. I'm gonna make something tonight because uh, you saw me. I just had a smoothie a little while ago, know, so I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. But uh, I have jammy red pepper chicken, chicken sausage spaghetti bolognese. But what I'm gonna make is crunchy Italian chicken sheep pan bake right there. Oh man, man. So. that sounds amazing. Well, the cool thing about those cards is that once you're done cooking that meal. You can go to the grocery store and get the stuff and do it again yourself. Yes, yes, you can. Or wait until, until it comes back but around. But you won't because Hello Fresh. The next time you get ready to cook Hello Fresh, you're gonna walk out the door like, oh damn, they got know, another box waiting on oh, me. Oh well, put oh. the car keys back. <laughs> <laughs> oh people, hey look, y'all saw me making uh, those pork chops that time. I was at home having a good time making these pork chops right here. Uh, so, and that's just part of that right there. I, had, mm. I sauteed those and spiced those myself, and I had, you didn't even see the sides and the sauce that I prepared. Yeah. Hey, look, it, y- y'all don't know I'm a busy man. Y'all know I don't ever cook anything. I'm always out there picking up food, eating food. So if I can cook this stuff, and if I can not only cook it, but I can also make it taste and look good, then you can too. People, I want you to go over to HelloFresh.com forward slash Double Toasted 14 and use the code Double Toasted 14 for up to 14 free meals with free shipping. Free? That's right. And free shipping. HelloFresh.com, Double Toasted 14. Use the the code Double Toasted 14. It's all one word in the number 14. Don't spell out 14. 
and you'll get 14 free meals with free shipping. Nice. You're saving money at the grocery store. You're saving money from the restaurants. You're saving money on posters. What y'all, damn! What y'all waiting on? <laughs> what do you want from me? Wait, were we supposed to cook it and bring it to you? Yeah. <laughs> that just defeats the purpose. So there you go, folks. I want to thank HelloFresh for sponsoring this video. And of course, as always, Martin, I want to thank all the people out there for their support. Yeah, thank you. All right. I know y'all hungry, so let me go ahead and get I these reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine until you just showed me all that. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Oh, let me see right here. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get in this review. And let me just warn y'all about this movie, No Time to Die, James Bond. This movie's just out, and I'm telling y'all, these fans about to get stupid out here. These James Bond fans out here, they about to get downright dumb with this shit. And I'm not talking about the good stupid and the good kind of dumb. These people going to be protesting. Yeah. They going to, hey, they don't, all these people talking about cancel culture. Man, I hate cancel culture. But cancel that motherfucker over there, James <laughs> Bond. Cancel that bitch. I think it's too late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they are going to be like, uh, Black Lives Matter, no, move out of the way. No. <laughs> Give me that sign. I need to write no, something else. No, on. hell no. <laughs> Bond, not Bond don't even matter. Bond don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, man, people, it is. Not my Bond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the main one's going to write that is Daniel Craig. <laughs> he can't stand yeah, Bond. Yeah, he'll be out there protesting with everybody. Yeah, fuck down, down with Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people. Hey, don't let these women that he's walking in between fool you. It is true. You've heard the rumors, and I'm and I'm here to tell you it is true. Bond is sensitive now. <laughs> Bond is all about expressing his feelings. He's got a wife now. He's in love. They still in that honeymoon phase where they love, you know, they they just love looking at each other's eyes. All them PDAs out yeah, there just yeah, touching yeah, on each yeah. other. And y'all out there talking about, man, that ain't no James Bond. That's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the bond I know. Oh, don't be like that. That's a bitch right there. Boo. He's been like that ever since Casino Royale. Yeah, man. But y'all don't want to hear it though. Y'all don't, don't want to hear. hear. Uh, but I will tell you this, I don't I really don't blame people for being irritated. Oh, really? I I, I don't. Because now, now cuz now Bond is, you know, he's he's all sensitive. He's in love cuz he 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 got a woman now. Yeah. Oh, I just got married. I'm going to tell you, this phase of James Bond's life, James Bond, he's turned into that dude that all guys hate, man. He's that motherfucker where he's been out there just dogging these women out. <laughs> Ain't cared how he treated them. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Been grabbing all kind of ass and right, everything. Right, slapping them every so often. Smacking them up, smacking them up, flipping them and rubbing flipping them down. Them. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and now that he's got, and now that he's got a woman, he's looking at all his friends, all his guy friends, talking about, "Hey, fellas, when you gonna settle down? When you gonna settle down and quit dogging these women out like that, man?" And people are like, "Man, fuck you, man! Come on, man! No, you." you You've been out there the worst time. You've been a, you've been a hoe this whole time. And now you're going to come back and try to tell me to be sensitive just because just because you got a wife. Now, man, fuck you. Come on, brother. It's time for you to grow up. Yeah, man. Let's be real. James Bond been a hoe all these years. It ain't even been like a... He ain't even been kind of a decent hoe. He ain't the kind of guy that, like, meet a chick at a one-night stand and treat her nice. Nah, man. He's that kind of dude that fuck a chick and tell you, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now that's that that's the that's the old bond. Yeah, you know, the last couple bonds have been moving away from that. Yeah, yeah, but still, man, up until the last <laughs> minute, up until the last minute, he's been hoeing around, not with the deepest chicks because he don't want to hear nothing. He don't no, want to talk. No, it's almost like these movies have been they, like he's just there just to have sex with chicks. It's almost like these movies just been hiring him escorts all these years. Well. <laughs> It's always after he saves the day and blows up the, the evil lair, at the end, he's got a girl with him that he gets to have sex with. 
and that's his prize. Shit, in the middle of the movie, they've been in the middle of a mission. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in the middle of a mission. Oh, yeah. It's always but, at the end. But there be no, in the middle of a mission, they they turn a corner and be by themselves. And be like, shit, we doing this. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> what about the fuck the mission shit? Yeah, we can get that, that in a little bit. It can wait. You know, but the thing is, with Bond's previous behavior, today women ain't taking that, man. Yeah. A lot of big people in general ain't taking that. You know, and rightfully so. You know, uh, but that's the tricky part. When sexism has been a trademark. Yeah. Not just a not not just a part of this, mm-hmm. not just something funny. You know, it's been a trademark of James Bond. Sure. Uh, you know, how, when that's been the case. How do you bring that into the new world? Exactly, man. Can can it, you know, can we change that and have these movies still hold up? Is this going to be changing Bond a little bit too much? You know, after all, you know, Bond movies. The thing is, Bond movies are a lot more than just the sexism of oh, James absolutely. Bond. Absolutely. You know, they, they, it's about action, crazy gadgets, crazier villains. Right, right, right. You know, um, plus, you know what? It's it's time to acknowledge that he's getting older. He can't be running yeah. around doing all the same shit. He's already with the woman who's significantly younger than him, and we're just going to pretend like that's not a thing. That's why you better quit <laughs> fucking around. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Keep messing around. End up with Betty White. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, Bon, you need to get with somebody your own age. Ew. Why would I do that? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what I said. Yeah, man. How is the old Bond adapting to this new age you know that's the big thing and also let's not forget that this is the last outing of daniel craig mm-hmm. and these movies have been they've been up and down you know they've kind of been like uh you know they, they, it's another series of movies where you know they flip-flop this one's good this one's bad this one's good this one's bad uh last one specter not so good, people say. You know, at least that's a consensus from a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. You know, of course, you know, it's all a matter of opinion. Sure, it's but, all opinion. Hey, so chances are, hey, look, this has everything going for it. Bond is he's more conscious now. He's more sensitive. Uh, this is the last outing of Daniel Craig. And it's also, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Scared me, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We just had Juicy come in a little while ago. Just just Uh, slip in. But also, uh, what was I about to say? This is, should be the number of the movie that's going to be good this time. But all those things combined, are we actually going out, at least in this series, this story, this arc, are we going out on a good note here? Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for No Time to Die, and we will be right back with our review. Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. <laughs> just be an arm. I know. I know. I know. Both shoulders pop right out of the socket. It's just dangling. There. Just a just a James Bond torso on the ground, flopping around like a fish. <laughs> The world is arming faster than we can respond. Where's 007? I need a favor, brother. You're the only one I trust for this. The world's moved on, Commander Bond. You were double O? Two years. So stay in your lane. You get in my way. I will put a bullet in your knee. I thought you two would. In other words, you old. <laughs> Damn, that millennial talking shit to him. Oh, no. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> exactly. All the phrases. You weak, you weak knee uh, motherfucker. She, she stopped from just saying, like, okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Name? Bond. James Bond. <laughs> So you're not dead. He wants to beat his black ass so bad. <laughs> he bitch, you, you know who you, I am. You, you just started working here, didn't you? <laughs> I missed you. It's the most valuable asset this country has. 
If you feel yourself losing control, I'm not going to lose control. James, you gave up everything for her. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. What is it? You don't know what this is. James Bond. License to kill. History of violence. I could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. Mine will survive long after I'm gone. History isn't kind to men who play God. Why the fuck would you walk up to his car and start shooting? You know he's got gadgets all in that car, man. <laughs> because your boss doesn't give you all the information. Yeah, they... He, he, the, he, wait, look, he tells the lead henchman some things, and the rest of them don't know anything. Yeah, look at him. Just walking right... I would never walk up on James Bond like that, man. <laughs> Shit, his bow tie got a gun in it. <laughs> that, that's, that's why he's just sitting there calmly like... Hmm, yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's hmm. a badass scene, though. It is. That is. That whole, that whole scene... The lead up to it and that particular car scene right there. Because Honestly, he, it's almost like a double opening, and both segments are badass. Yeah. To where I was like, man, this is as good, maybe even a little bit better than the opening to Quantum of Solace. Well, you know, Quantum of Solace was one of my least favorite Bond movies, but this one right here kind of doubles down on a lot of things that you love about Bond. It has like the long, one of the longest openings before oh, yeah. the credits even come in. Yeah. So we lead up with a motorcycle, then we get into a car chase. Well, don't forget the, the very beginning. Yo, yeah, he jumped, running, jumping from a bridge. I mean, there's so much that's going on here. And I'm going to tell you that this is, for all of the controversy that is bound to happen with this, and yes, it will. Man, y'all don't even know. It ain't, it, we have barely just kicked off with this. Tomorrow morning, by this weekend, People gonna be out in the streets just burning figures, of Bond, <laughs> effigies, and dummies I, of Bond. I don't know if it's gonna be that. Bad. Oh, these people gonna go crazy. You think yeah, so? Uh, people going yeah. Th- when we left the theater, people were losing their mind. I know, but they were losing their mind over something different than what you're talking about. These people, they, they've already, they, they haven't even seen the most. How would I put it? The most bold things that they've done in here. You haven't seen it. Shit, y'all thought that black chick was was, was getting y'all pissed off. Y'all thought Bond being sensitive and being married was one thing. Oh man, y'all don't even know. It's about to be a big uproar. But I would tell you that all the stuff that people are probably going to start complaining about, all the stuff that people are going to be going crazy about, uh, a lot of those things are the things that make this the boldest, most interesting, and most ambitious James Bond movie yet. And I would tell you, it's, 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 it's ambition. It's, it's ambitious and not just what I'm talking about there, but also and how it tries to combine. Because this is a movie that, down that they're going out with this particular version of Bond. They're trying to please everybody. They're trying to please the people who love the grittier uh, mm-hmm. new yeah. James Bond. Yeah. And they're also trying to please the people who love the... The old classics. The, the, like the sci-fi fantasy spy James Bond. You know, the crazy stuff. The crazy stuff that actually people that feel Bond parodies. Yeah. The stuff that people make fun of Bond over. Yeah. They're putting that stuff back in here. That's why the movie's three hours long, because they're trying to put so much in it. Because they're trying to please everybody here. And the story, this is like, you're probably wondering where it's going, because look, we started out with Casino Royale. Casino Royale was pretty grounded, because a lot of it, just like the book, uh, dealt with a card game. And as the movie started to progress, they started to get crazier more out there Spectre was not Spectre but uh, Skyfall was a Batman movie yeah, almost it, oh, very much a Batman movie this one now we getting back to old classic Bond where we got the the, the, the super villain mm. who has 
world domination plans or at least plans to kill half the world. Uh, and it, it's just about as crazy as some of these bonds. Evil lair on an island. Oh yeah, no. This is about as this this is about as crazy as you get with some of the blonde, the, the bond villain plans. Uh, you got a super villain who, by the way, his motivation he just wants to kill people, wants to kill a lot of people using a virus that has nanobots <laughs> that can be programmed to to infect certain targets. And at times, that plays out about as silly as it sounds. At other times, it's like, well, damn, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, when it's that, you know, when they when they explain it and everything, and you see them actually using it, sometimes, all right, that's ridiculous. But then there's moments where it's like, they tell you that the virus can't, once it's in your body, you can't get rid of it. And what if it's targeted to just kill the people that you care about? Mm-hmm. You can shake everybody's hands out there. Imagine having COVID where it only affects your mom. Right, you, know? right. <laughs> you can't, you, you know, you can only affect the people that you care about. I'm like, well, that's a really cool concept right there. Um, but the test is going to be how audience really, how audiences really react to this new approach to bond. I think, you know, all the elements are there, whether you, you know, some people like certain things about them, some people don't, but the way they actually frame and, structure this new James Bond and I say new because they do you know we've had Daniel Craig around for a while but I say new because this is the movie where they really do take some new approaches to this character that have never been done before some things that were overdue uh, Juicy and I talked about it we were talking about this this trailer and it coming up and I, and I said there's a lot of things they need to they need to reinvent some things they need to keep some things they need to get rid of and some things you should explore for Carving the way for what the new Bond will be. Now they've taken a lot of the new aesthetic that Daniel Craig has brought to this. Like, yeah, you're right. The the grittiness, the being more grounded, and there's so much of that, and it gets expanded on. But it's yeah. also a lot of uh, a lot of throwbacks to the old stuff, the Roger Moore, the the uh, Sean Connery days. Um, yeah, a lot of fan service. If you're if you're a James Bond aficionado. They are really bending over backwards to to please you. I think the problem, one of the many problems, is that those two things, they don't really fuse together well. They aren't woven. I felt like, like here's this, now, boom, here's that, now back to this, now a whole bunch of this, and it, it you know, I, I, I didn't think it was a good melting. No, I think there's sometimes when they actually do it well, and then sometimes that they, they don't. You know, yeah. sometimes they're just, not, they're just not jiving together too well. I will say that as far as what I'm talking about with the test of Bond here, and I hate to keep bringing this up, but yes, it's going to be the sex stuff. It's going to be how he approaches women. You know, there was a time when, when, when if Bond got along with a girl, like if somebody just left the room for like, 10 seconds, panties going to drop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, like I said, that fool could be in the middle of a mission. The mission going to wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, He's going to get his. Re- always women were impressed by him. And in nah. this movie, none of them are. He's like, when they, the women even tell him, Bond, what about the world? Shit, the world could wait. My dick is hard. <laughs> we're doing this, all right? And the women be like, and the women would be like oh, Bond, <laughs> you know. Hey, James. <laughs> oh, James. Uh, I'm telling you, man, shit, he would he have fucked Judy Dench if she wasn't his boss. <laughs> he probably did. Probably did. There's <laughs> <laughs> always an antagonistic relationship. Yeah, yeah. Somebody he did, and he doesn't, he doesn't even remember, but she does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Judy, you fucked James Bond? No, I didn't. Go ask James. Man, that bitch lying. <laughs> Shit, hey, you, you, come on, man. Who you going to believe? <laughs> you know I did. You know, I'm not here to uh, uh, to sit up here and just and, and make people worried about that or harp on that, but that is something that a lot of people, and unfortunately, they're not going to like that. They're not going to like that they changed that aspect of Bond. And, you know, um, I know a lot of people going right now that they, they, you're perplexed. They're going to saying, you mean to tell me that you mean to tell me that there's ass in front of James Bond's face and he didn't do a damn thing with it. I'm here to tell you exactly that. No, he did not. There are moments and this is what's going to really it's going to irk some people because there are moments where he's put into that situation. We've almost been programmed to see Bond react that way. And he does not. <laughs> you know, he does. When Bond is along with a woman. They, they, there are moments where he doesn't, he does nothing. 
Uh, and you know what? And it's funny because it's it's with, with what they do with, with, to him in this movie, they almost rub it in that, that that's not happening. Uh, yeah. Should they call this no time to dodge? They got no time to fuck. <laughs> I have never, man. It's not. It's one thing to say that we're changing this around, but they go, they they go out their way to to give this man blue balls a couple of times in the movie. Uh, what's uh, Nomi? Who plays her? Oh, uh, La- Lashana Lynch. Yeah, man. She straight. She straight up trolls him. She brings him back to his place, gets oh, in bed, yeah. takes that wig off, and went and looks at him and says, "Psych, <laughs> you <all, laughs> got your ass, and you don't get shit." She and oh, and by the way, I'm the new 007. And it's funny because when she took the wig off, she left it there <laughs> just hey, to you remind him. Jack off to this, yeah. You yeah. know he picked up that wig. It's like <laughs> tears coming out of his eyes. Um. You know, there's a, uh, you have her and then you have uh, 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 the other girl. I'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, the, the thing is, is that Bond has always had, it's, to be fair, Bond has always had uh, strong women in there. Yeah. There's, there's always had women who were very uh, uh, self-sufficient, who were very uh, tough. Uh, you know, it, it, there's the, the, like the one that this movie is really pulling from is in you know a few elements is uh, in Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and yeah, um, pulling the, the the same theme song from it. Yep, and that movie, you know, then even the trailer at the time, they showed you that. Uh, yeah, listen, we're putting it right here for you to see. We have tough women in the, in this movie. The different Bond woman. The name's Rick. Diana Rick. This one's got class and style. Okay, you deserve that shit. You're going to reach down <laughs> You better be glad she didn't break your damn arm. <laughs> you know the minute his arms went through, he went, oh, shit. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> he, set him, he set himself up. Look at that. I got your ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not smart. But the only difference is, is that no matter, no matter how much, uh, no matter how much these women, uh, were tough. They were always sexual conquests for Bond. Sure. They were always sexual objects for the audience. I mean, the, it's almost like the tougher they made them, the more they tried to rub it in and let you know that these women were sex objects. To the point where it, sometimes it was even childish. I mean, one of the <laughs> one of the most popular names oh, in the in the Bond franchise is a man, that is a childish ass name. Yeah, I'm surprised they got away with that. Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. Pussy galore. Yeah. I thought he was going to start jacking off. <laughs> hey, like, then she's not even trying. It's like, you might, this, this, even, this is going to be too easy. Yeah, let's, you shouldn't even put the galore on it. She just should have come out and just said, hey, my name's Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These women have always to the point where it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. Uh, but in this one, this is really the first time. I know we had Jinx and, uh, yeah. and what's her name? But even then, she was a sexual conquest for Bond. Uh, in this one, these women are allies. These okay. women, these women are meant to be. They are not there to have sex. They are not there to be objectified as much. They are there to serve him uh, as an ally as much as the men do. And he, and just spoiler right here, no, he doesn't have sex with either one of them. Uh, in fact, I love the way that they handle that. It's almost like in my six had a program where they just said, hey, you know what, we 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 having a push to hire more women now. Yeah, yeah, and they probably had him sit through several sessions of uh, sexual harassment training, sensitivity training, which is why he retired. Hell, they had a they had a whole class where they say, "Do not fuck James Bond." Yeah, <laughs> that was their first course, and I. But I really liked that man. Uh, what's the name? Anna de de Armas. De, de Armas. Uh, I really like the way she came in. She's a new. She's like a new recruit. She yeah. just came in to help Bond. She does that. She's she's out. Uh, Nomi, the character of Nomi is really cool. Now I don't think they pushed it as far as they could. I think they could have done more with it. But she is constantly walking behind Bond, just fucking with him. She's an asshole. She no, she is. <laughs> 
and I kind of like it because she's hurt the <laughs> reputation of Bond, and she's just kind of like, don't you, don't you even try? But I, I would appreciate it more if he had kind of started some shit and she was doing that. But he's just like, I don't even want to be here. Like, who are you? Why, why, why are you fucking with me? Just leave me alone. <laughs> I kind of like that, man. I wish they had pushed it more to where they had this, uh, you know, this, this yeah. competitive thing going on. I think they didn't really mind the potential of that, but I do think it. Uh, if they ever decide to do something with this character, no, people, she is not the new James Bond. She is a double O agent. Yeah. Uh, double O's are, you know, they, that's a number that can that, be given to the, to the is, what's the code name? Yeah. That's given to the, to the right. right and qualified person. Right. right. She is the current 007 because he retired. Yeah. And, and, he really, and he really is just like, I don't want your ass. I know. I, I love it. He coming back like, uh-huh, I took your job. Huh? What do you think about that? He's like. I purposely retire. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you want it, though, don't you? But you ain't getting it. Yeah, okay, I, fine, whatever. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you why it makes sense, but I will tell you this. The reason why this is important, if you're upset about Bond not being, you know, the womanizer that he is, this works so much better having these characters do this. For one, it just doesn't stop the movie now and... and, and and it doesn't stop the movie for a formula. Right. You know, it doesn't stop the movie just to say, all right, we know you expect Bond to do this. No, they don't stop the movie for, uh, for, for an obligation. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in the beginning when they did that and you're learning his character, it's like, all right, this is, this is, this is who he is and this is what happened. And I can, <laughs> I can live vicariously and enjoy it. Yeah. But the, the older he got, the different actors, the more the franchise went on, the more it felt like it was forced. And especially yeah. when... Roger Moore was like 65 and women were falling for him. He's like, can we stop this? Because this is embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, maybe they were older women as them. I don't know. But, it's but just, e- even then. But it just felt like, you know, the movie flows better without that. You know, they don't stop the movie to force something in just because, hey, that's what James Bond does. You know, the, the action seems to flow better. The mission seems to flow better. It just seems like it makes sense. And it's just something that I think people just, you know, some people like it. But me. I myself, I was like, man, you know, all these James Bond, James Bond movies are, we've had decades to where they've been the same. And we like that. That's fine. But what are we going to do to change it up? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the first and biggest steps that they've done. Sure. And I personally, I like the, the James Bond that is not, does not have this obligation to be a womanizer for every female well, that he comes across. There's just no place for it. And I, I don't mean, oh, it, you know, the society's woke now. I just mean with the mission and everything going on, there's really not a place for it. Stopping to do that would just kill the flow. Yeah, it, no, exactly, it, 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 exactly. It, it would, it, it would undercut the sense of urgency. Yeah, and also, it just makes sense for this bond. Look, let's this whole thing with him being sensitive. It makes sense. I mean, this is a story arc of this bond, where, you know, we saw his origins. We saw him go through the movie. You know, uh, having to learn almost to be. Him, you know, find himself as much as find himself as an agent, and being married in this one is just kind of like I'm not gonna say what happens at the beginning of the movie, but I'm gonna say that that, that situation. He's just a mopey motherfucker throughout a lot of this movie. Like the beginning of the movie, just has him outside of a train, just him to just look at almost tears about to flow from his eyes. He's so sad, and the situation that happens at the beginning of the movie that plays into why okay, even if they did wanna have James Bond do the same thing like, like let's just say they said you know to hell with being woke to hell with me too and all that it's st- it, it just wouldn't make sense for the character to do it given the circumstances at the beginning of right. the film right well what they did with Casino Royale with him and, and Vesper Lynn that, yeah. that is carried through all these movies it hasn't been the whole well she died and now I'm over it let's get on yeah. like that 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 stays constant. I mean, I'm gonna warn y'all, y'all not getting just a sensitive bond, you getting almost a domesticated bond. I mean the man is making breakfast for kids. <laughs> you know, <in> this. <laughs> some some things I never thought I would see Bond do. Man's cutting apples for a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 something to ask him is it is it good? <laughs> and she's like, no, <laughs> get shit out of here. No, uh, you know this is uh, and this is not so much of 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 a uh, departure from what they've done with Bond before. You know when you had again going back to uh, Majesty's Secret Service, uh, you know they 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 would they pitched that movie as your typical James Bond film. My name's Bond, James Bond. The new Bond. 
a different 007. And it was different because that's the one where he was married, yeah. and you know, and they, like you said, they even have the theme song from that movie mm-hmm. that's playing here uh, all the time in the world. And that's George Lazen being there uh, playing that Bond. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot that a lot of inspiration that they've taken from that to make this, uh, you know, the final chapter of this Daniel Craig uh, era, and it really makes sense. And you know, speaking of Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. Because a lot of people are going to wonder, like, all right, you know, this guy, he's pretty much told everybody. <laughs> you know, he's pretty much, hey, I don't give a fuck how much you pay me. I mean, I'm going to take the money, but I hate playing James Bond. This man's like, I broke my, I've, I've broken so many bones, cracked my foot. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's like, I can't believe I fought to get this part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, you know what? <laughs> Seven million dollars. <laughs> it cannot change what I'm going through right now with this character. Plus, I'm just getting bored at this moment. But I would tell you, for all that bullshit that he put out there about how he hates this character, he says, but for y'all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it one last try. I'm going to put everything into this character. I'm going to give him my all. For all of you out there who want this last bond right here. And it's really cool that he does that, man. Sure. Uh, it's it's easy to do that when you know it's your last one and you're going home. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you get excited. Yeah, like yeah, I remember yeah. being in the I remember being in the in, in when I was in basic training and hated every minute of it. Mm-hmm. But on that last day, I was just chipper and oh, hell whatever yeah. you want, Sarge. Oh, wait, if you're at a party somewhere or at some function where you're just bored, you're sitting there and you somebody else is your ride. And you're just in the corner like this, just dying. And they go like, all right, well, you ready to go? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Let's, yeah. let's uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, goodbye, everybody. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this is, this is uh, he gives it his all for his last performance. And, you know, this, it, 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 this is my second favorite Bond besides uh, Sean Connery. And if anybody out there feels the same way I do about this being, your, you know, if this is your favorite Bond or your second favorite Bond – this movie shows you why, I believe. Uh, it's because not only because he's putting everything into it, he's being very professional about it, but also it's because being that this is his last outing and they've made it very dramatic for him and because they've given him more drama to work with, you know, they've given him more character. You know, they've given him, uh, they've given him more to do to show himself not as an action James Bond star, but as an actor. And I thought that that was really cool, man. Uh, it it really does uh, his performance here and what they give him it really does reflect the story arc of uh, and the growth that this character has gone through through every one of these movies not every movie has been good as we know depending on who you are but it has been interesting to follow him and see how this character has grown within this series and I think it's been a great decision to make these this this series all one story that's another thing that they really haven't done before. All these movies have been standalone films. They might, you know, call back to some other ones, uh, about you know, with the ones with the same actor. But this is the one that actually had a semi origin story mm. and also had closure. Sure. And I think this, I, you know, I think that's something that they, if they want to continue that, maybe not for fucking nine movies, you know, but maybe <laughs> like have some have some uh, uh, trilogies go on. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, I didn't know where you were in, in in talking about this, but you're you're right with all the things you you bring up about it. They uh, Daniel Craig as James Bond gets to do more. He's he's more uh, developed. But uh, also besides him, everybody, all the all the characters, everybody in the cast uh, between M and um, and the new um, and Nomi, and uh, you just you just get to see more of them. It's like everybody really stepped up for it and said, hey, instead of making this just a dumb spy movie, uh, let's let's add some drama to it and give it some weight yeah. and make it intriguing. And I I really dug that about it. I like that you talk about uh, the new M here. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ray, Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, yeah. Uh, they made him more complex. Yeah. They've actually gone in and made that character uh, a little deeper. Uh, almost, uh, and you know, gave him some uh, ambiguous morals. In this, I mean, they really do make you question the motivations of MI6 and and his motivations uh, in particular. Uh, they made him vulnerable. Yeah, I tell you, uh, they continue to be amazing looking movies too, because we're talking about the drama, we're talking about 
the performance of Daniel Craig. Yeah, Kerry uh, Fukunaga knows how to shoot a movie. Yeah. Especially a, a Bond movie. You don't know who his cinematographer was in this, do you? I don't. Uh, I know they've had Deacons, uh, uh, Roger Deacons before. I don't know who the... Somebody will probably tell me in the chat. But these continue to be great-looking films. And... And it's not just that the movies uh, have great cinematography, but the great cinematography lends itself to the the the, the action coordination, the stunt coordination, uh, as far fetched as they as they may be. You know, the the, the action here is amazing, man. Uh, I was telling you how the movie opens up, and it's one of the longest sequences they've had before the the actual opening credits come in, and those things are are well shot, man. Uh, that scene on the bridge in particular, that's that is. Uh, that was a great way to open the movie, uh, combined with the situation that uh, Bond is in at the moment. Man's already got his feelings hurt. I know. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, this is the last goddamn thing I, <laughs> I need. There's a car chasing me down a bridge trying to kill me. Can't catch me. I like the way he was set up by Brown McLovin right there. <laughs> <laughs> I just put some glasses on his ass, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. would look like super bad, yeah, wouldn't he? Yeah, you're right. your red on that wall right there <laughs> you know this is uh those are the things that we love about bond yeah. those are classic things with the, the action True. scenes with bond those are things that i think blend well with this movie you know uh now i would tell you that they're, they're also when they get into the gadgets and everything in here i like those uh some of those some of those there was a scene in an elevator where they had anti-gravity devices and those things kind of uh, mixed well i thought with the movie that's fine yeah no i have fun with that now to get to some of the things that I now I don't know if Martin agrees with me here, but for all the things that they're getting right, there's just there's some things that they really stumble on here, man. There's some things that they really, really I think they I, I don't understand. They did so well with Bond. How can you not do the same with your villain, man? The villain in this movie to me is dull as fuck, and we're talking about. Uh, uh, Remy Malik. Yeah, Rami, uh, Rami Malik, Malik or Malik. Malik as uh, as as what's his uh, Safin. Safin. Yes, and and he's not Doctor No. So just so you know that. No, 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 he's not. No, he's a completely different character in this. The the potential was there for him. I mean, it, it really was. His name is Safin. What does he want? Revenge. What I really wanted from Safin was to make him unsettling thinking of himself as being heroic. I'm a man willing to kill the person you love most. You, you know, what I love about, I'll tell you what I do love about the character, they finally turned Rami Malek into a lizard. They took, <laughs> they took those, because he got those big ass eyes, they finally gave him that lizard skin. I'm like, damn, y'all should have just made him a reptile man in this. Which would have been cool because this character is... He's a straight up again the cartoonish Bond villain, again that we always make fun of now that we always parody because they they you know the, with him they they they've uh, they've given him the lair inside of a cave or a volcano, they've given him all these workers uh, that how he got them we don't know he has all this acid all this equipment all these super things he has super henchmen he's got one guy with a with a robotic eye that they actually call cyclops yeah not, I like, a, a, not a robotic eye a bionic eye. a bionic eye the shit might as well be a saturday morning cartoon and to be honest with you i don't mind that all right but if you're gonna do it have your character kind of reflect the absurdity and the energy of that. Rami Malek is, uh, he's so quiet, he's so reserved, that he's just downright boring. I'm not talking about the actor. The actor's fine. I like, I actually like this guy as an actor a lot. 
it's the character that I don't like, man. That character is almost a non-presence. And also his motivation here for me is ridiculous. It's like he's mad. That's it. Somebody killed his parents and now he decides to take this out on the rest of the world. He creates this amazing technology, y'all. He creates a virus that he can program to attack certain people. And what does he do with it? He uses it just to make himself feel better by killing some other people out there that had nothing to do with this situation. If I got that correct, I don't know. Did I, am I missing? I might be missing something here. Honestly, we were two hours into this movie and I realized that I have no idea what the villain's plan is. And, and by the time it was done, I was like, I think I understand it. This doesn't make sense. They haven't really explained it well. Like, like up to a point, you're like, okay, I think I get it. And he goes, and then I'll do this. And you're like, well, hold on. That kind of contradicts the other thing you just said two sentences ago. And now I don't even know what we're doing here. Man, I'm the same. I, okay, y'all, this movie's two hours and 43 minutes. And if they honestly had something to do with all those minutes, I would be fine with that. I'd be riveted. I'd be there for every minute that you put up there. But they don't know what to do with these minutes, man. I'm telling you, this movie's <laughs> called No Time to Die because your day is spent entirely in the movie and you have no more time left. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, everything we were saying in the beginning, I was like, wow, I think this might be the best James Bond movie they've had in years. Up until right before the halfway mark. And then everything bad just started overtaking it and you talk about that they had a villain problem to begin with because one almost three quarters of the movie is over before he really comes in and makes a make yeah makes a presence of himself uh, the little bit we get with blofeld he's the one guy who's kind of sleepwalking through the whole thing uh, uh christoph waltz i was like all right i've been on him about being hammy but like this time he was just like how much longer so i can get my check um but yeah saffin but Rami Malek, he is, like I, I was telling you in the car, I was like, man, he is just one <laughs> away from being Peter Lorre in this. He has, he has no weight. He feels no threat. He's, he's dull. They don't really go into giving you a clear motivation of what he's doing and why. Um, everything, everything cool about him is in the very opening of the movie. And after that, I was just like, wow, can somebody just punch this guy and take over the island and be done with it? Yeah, man. This... This guy, I, he, people, I don't. Can these minutes cross over? <laughs> it's like somebody got way too many minutes on their on their yes. on prepaid plan and don't know what to do with them. Yeah, yeah. I, th- 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 this movie is way too too long, man. And I'm sorry, I, I you know I just got back from another country. I was jet lagged and I fell asleep through just a little bit of it and woke up and found out. And I asked people, I didn't miss a goddamn thing. No, you didn't. You didn't. It it you feel the running time. It's just every. It's so front-loaded with all the cool stuff in the beginning. And a big problem is there's a twist or two. And, man, I, I figured out the twist. Part of it is given away in the opening sequence. And then the other part is, is shortly after that. So then it's just really even longer wait for them to go ahead and reveal all the stuff you've already worked out in your head. And it doesn't help that. I was put to sleep by by Rami Malek, man. I was really because when he's talking, he got that Eddie Redmayne thing going on. Where he's talking like this, I would tell you my plan, my plan. Everybody in the room, like, huh? Mm. <laughs> what, huh? Huh? What? Oh, plan? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's got to be world domination or kill a bunch of people, right? Wait, let me finish. All right. It's almost like somebody in the room, like, behold my one. And one one dude was like. He wants to kill a bunch of people. Fuck, man. Hurry up. Shit. Everybody know what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? You know, it's a... It, it, like I said, if you had done something with your villain where it's like, all right, look, I wish they had made him kind of silly. I wish they had made him over the top because at least he'd be doing something. But he's just, <laughs> but he's just sitting there not doing a damn thing, man, except putting people to sleep. It's really one of the... Du- I, for a movie that's supposed to be their grand finale... In this series, they gave you—he's one of the dullest 
Bond villains I've seen. Out of all the Bond movies, I ain't talking about this series. I'm talking about in Anium, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, all of them would be put to sleep by this bitch over I know, here. I know. You you can <laughs> you can watch the man with the golden gun and go like, ah, oh, Scaramanga, he's a he's a little bit silly, but you take it in a second over this. Yeah. Yeah, man. This uh and all their, and really all their villains are not are, are not that good. Um, when they bring back uh, uh, man, I was looking forward to it too. When they bring back Blofeld, I thought, all right, you know what? This will be a good opportunity because the character wasn't that great in Spectre. Right, right. Here's I thought, a chance to make up for here's that. Here's a chance to make him something uh, big, and he's doing the same shit that he's doing in the last movie, except less. Yeah, less. Hell, well, at least well, he got up and walked around in Spectre. This time shit. he just sits there. And has a little tired tete-a-tete with Bond and then it's kind of out of the picture. <laughs> yeah. like, well, damn. Okay, well, that's all right because we got Saffin coming up. He's going, oh. Anyway, we can get Blofeld back in here. Yeah. And and all the, even the side villains got on my nerves. They had one, you know, again, going back to that old James Bond, man. If you have a Russian in a James Bond movie, don't ever trust his ass. They got one right here. Um, <laughs> David D- David Dinchik plays uh, Valdo Orbachev. And he everything he did in here, it was, I don't know if they told him to play it up this way, but it's, it's almost played like he was supposed to be comedy relief. Yes. And that comedy ain't working, man. It's not working. And you're like, what, what kind of movie is this? Because I thought we had a serious thing going on. And now if you're going to be over here making me laugh or trying to make me laugh, then I don't feel like there's a real threat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, looking like David Cross from... <laughs> I was thinking he looked like Carlos with no hair. <laughs> What's that show? Uh, he looks like he's yeah, in Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just silly, man. There's a moment. Everything, man, there, there are things where the, the movie's intense. Things are actually, you know, it's... Uh, you're in suspense. They're terrorists taking over a building. And then they bring his silly ass up and they throw him down the elevator. They, oh, wait a minute. There's no elevator there. Oh, I was like, all right, somebody make up their mind. Uh-huh. Is this a comedy or is this a fucking mm-hmm. James Bond movie? Yeah. Because this motherfucker's ruining it all. If you're going to write comedy, write comedy. Yeah. No, no don't half-ass it. No, nah, I mean, he made, he made scenes comedic when they, need, when they didn't need to be. Uh... Now, supporting characters in there, I liked. Uh, man, I really, I really do like. And this is, this is what makes me gonna. There are a lot of things outside of my complaint here. There, did I move your camera? I sure did. You sure did. You, you love knocking my camera. There we go. I need to move this wire. Oh, you, you know what? Yeah, that wire is so short. That motherfucker did it again. Who? Let me just stop. But y'all, let me. Can I stop for a moment? I'm sorry. I know in the middle of review, I told Carlos about these goddamn raps on here. <laughs> I've told him about this. I've told him, quit, don't bring that shit in my, my house no more. Now he brought him in here. What's happening? I'm always knocking his camera out the way. Carlos, when I tell you to do something, you goddamn do it. You understand? Shit, Carlos is my fucking supervillain right now. <laughs> she's my fucking blowfell. Yeah, so now I got to go. And, right now he's watching the stream while he's petting the cat. <laughs> now I got to go get the, uh, uh, I got to be like, I got to go ask Q to give me some fucking scissors <laughs> so I can come in here and cut these. You've heard me talk about this. I Carlos, don't you bring these goddamn wraps up in here no more. I don't want to see no goddamn straps up in here like this ever, ever again. God damn you. <laughs> you just need a pair of scissors, that's all. A pair of scissors for some shit I told him not to do. It's three, th- all this shit I got to cut now. Like I'm in here, cutting, like I am James Bond, trying to defuse a bomb and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Dr. Main. <laughs> God damn it. She come here and do this shit no more. Anyway, uh, this is one of the things that's going to make me miss this series, man. Uh, some of the characters that they've had uh, and the actors playing those characters. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, man. As Felix uh, Lighter. Lighter, man, I'm on. I, like I've always liked him as that character. They've sure. had different versions in different movies of, mm-hmm. of this character, but he's been one of my favorites, man. He hasn't played a huge part, but I just like that actor so much. And now that this series is gone, he's gonna be gone, and I'm gonna miss that. However, they do bring, they introduce some other people. I'm like, I ain't gonna miss your ass at all. <laughs> I'm glad they brought you in the last minute. Now, man, I'm saying this because 
I got to be careful because I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like I'm talking about the actor again because this guy I actually like a lot. Mm. Uh, oh, Billy Magnuson? Billy Magnuson, man. I like that guy a lot. He always makes me laugh. Sure. And, and that's the problem. They bring his ass into this 007 movie and I'm laughing every time he's on. Of course. He, well, he's, he's got that, he's a handsome dude, but he's got a funny face and it's, <laughs> and it's something with his, with his teeth. But he always plays characters that are either uh, funny or funny and slimy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always one yeah. or the other. And he's and, and it's just every time he's on, there's moments where he's actually meant to make you laugh, but then there's other times they bring him on, he's supposed to be serious, and I'm laughing my ass yeah, off. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this like this it's working when it's supposed to be, but when it ain't working, it's really it's standing out, you yeah. know. Uh, even though James Bond had a funny joke about it, he looked at him, he's like, Who's the Book of Mormon over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh they blow James Bond up a lot in this movie. That's another silly thing. And Martin he, and I were talking about this in the car. He is covered head to toe in layers of plot armor. Like, just that scene you showed on the bridge. Yeah. You saw that whoever's in that car shot him in the shoulder. Because it, 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 it went pew and it spun him around. And yet, that bullet wound is never makes another appearance. Oh, no. I can count at least four times a grenade goes off right by his foot. And somehow, where it blows up henchmen, he just gets a ringing in his ear. That's what I was telling Martin. I said, man, I said, they blew his ass up four times in the movie. That bitch should be in pieces. Yes. <laughs> Jane, you should have James Bond spread out all over the field. But every time, and if it was anybody else in the movie, they'd be dead. Oh, yeah. The screen be covered in that blood and plasma. But... When it's James Bond, the shit goes off, and like you know, I was telling mine, it's like it ain't nothing but it's just that. You know, we, 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 <laughs> 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 it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's just that, just that ringing in there. And I was like, how many times that fool should be deaf by the end of this movie? It works the first time because you're like even though I'm like no way but hey you know we're forgiving this okay yeah but three more times you're like god damn it <laughs> is he a cyborg just say that but <laughs> you know but between the ringing in his ears and how softly like look yeah. okay. James Bond should be like hi uh, what hi what <laughs> but then he shouldn't hear a goddamn thing by the end of this movie man <laughs> And, and you know, and it, it it has that that thing that they do in so many action movies where it turns to a video game at one point. Where hey, if you're the shooter, you got a targeting <laughs> yeah. system that hits everybody, <laughs> and they can't hit you for nothing. No, no, not at all, man. Which you know, we see in a lot of action movies. Oh, so yeah. I, would, I would forgive that. I, I would too. It's just I'm I'm tired of forgiving it because nobody stops. And it's like, yeah. look, you want you want to play it realistic sometimes. And then when you don't want to, you act like, oh, no, well, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I tell you, man, the, I think the best thing that they do in this movie, and it's too bad because when they, they, you know, they, they put so much emphasis, I feel, on Bond, the character, that some things fell by, by the wayside, man. But, you know, what they do with Bond in the movie He's the most interesting thing in the film. They do the most interesting things with that character. And they continue that until the very end of the film. Continuing to play with this character. They're continuing to do things that they've never done before. Um, and, and I love that. I mean, if you're looking at this for James Bond because you love Daniel Craig, then you're going to love what they do with him, I think. Uh, and, if I, and I think that if this movie just was two hours, man, we don't need 40 minutes. We really don't. This is bloated. And they did this all because somebody somewhere said, well, shit, you know, this is, Jane, this is Daniel Craig's last one, so let's give him a, like a nice long send-off. We don't need that for a two-hour and 43-minute movie, man. Two hours would have been sufficient. Two hours would have been tight. Two, two hours would have been comprehensible you know we would have known what was happening because this thing is so long that the story starts to branch off to so many areas it don't even know what it's doing it doesn't if in, in, in my humble opinion but it is a joy to watch this character right here and hopefully they'll continue to expand on the character when we have other people come in and play it uh like they've done here you know i think and what i think they've done is a, i think is a good model 
what they've done here, you know, telling these small stories uh, and then moving on to another. You know, they can expand now. We can watch different 007s, you know, code names, go off and spin off adventures. And, you know, maybe we can have a, a James Bond universe. Not that I'm trying to. Yeah, shut your not, mouth. Not that don't, I'm trying to like push you. Out there. Well, no, you know what? No, this is the one time that I would actually say we've been concentrating on James Bond for years so much. If we can actually see what other double O agents can do, if we can actually have a female, because we're not. Look, you ain't gonna get no, you ain't gonna get no Jane Bond. Okay, the the the, the producers already said that James Bond ain't gonna be no women. Ain't gonna be no woman. Maybe down the line, maybe. But don't don't. Don't you get your heart set on that. But uh, if we want to get a double O agent, let's not change James Bond. Let's see a, let's see a, a side adventure. Let's see a black James, a double O seven agent. Maybe we don't need to have James Bond be, uh, you know, be black. Maybe we can see a side adventure there. Maybe, as I said earlier, we can get a trilogy uh, where we can see these characters uh, uh, have an arc. Because I really like that. Mm-hmm. They, uh, one of the best things about this movie, even though it's not perfect, even though they get some things wrong, is that they have really opened the door to do things and given themselves those possibilities like they have never been able to give themselves before. You have given yourself you know, this, uh, this, this playground now. And I think that's exciting if they, can, you know, if they continue to go along, uh, along that route. Mm-hmm. But you know, as far as this movie goes right here... Um, Really, you know, I I love things about it. As I said, re- absolutely love things about it. However, uh, they didn't know when to quit. It should have been so much tighter. So because of that, I'm going to give it a matinee. I, you know, which is too bad because I really wanted to give this a full price. And I thought I was for uh, about an hour. See, <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you for for an, an hour. It, it was the, the best of the best. I mean, it wasn't perfect. But it it was the the some of the best, some of the boldest, uh, most most personal for Bond uh, pulling in like that was what it, what we needed. It's like a real attachment, not just to the action or the the uh, the plot, but the the character himself, the 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 man, and and I love the the new characters we have here and just some of the old ones and what they were willing to do. And it was ready to be. Hey, this is going to make me sad that this is the last one. Um, I've rarely had a movie just so thoroughly drop the ball like this, like running it down to the 10 yard line and then fumbling and let yeah. the other team yeah. pick it up. Uh, Cause that, that second half of this movie, I, I just, I liked it less the more I thought about it. The, the, the huge mistakes, the, the terrible villains, the, the lack of motivation, but man, people, you got to stop writing villains who everything could be derailed if they just went to one therapy session. It, 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 it's, there's, there's no real balance. It's like, well, this thing happened, and now you're doing all of this. Uh, but it, not just that. It's, it's just like the, the twist they rely on. Like I said, it's the movie. The second half of the movie is just so painfully predictable that I was squirming in my seat. And it's really long. And I mean, you didn't fall asleep because you were tired. You fell asleep because it was dull. The, the pacing yeah. is, is, is yeah. just awful. And you're just waiting it to get to its inevitable conclusion. And it's just like, man, we were having such a good time, weren't we? This is too bad. Uh, I, I flirted with giving this a high rental because I was just so deflated by the end. But there are so many good things in the beginning that won't get picked up on now. <laughs> it's too bad. But I would, I would just give it the lowest of matinees because it, it is, a, you know, if you're going to see it, it's good to see it in the theater. But. I don't know, man. It was it was, a, it, was it, it ended up being a disappointment. Yeah, it's a disappointment. That's too bad because I you know I and I get it. Like you know because when you're looking forward to something, it does have to promise for an hour of something for great. For an hour, yeah, something, yeah. something not not just good yeah. but great. Yeah, no, I I you know I and I understand you giving a low matinee. You know, I guess on the flip end, we're still in the matinee territory, yeah, yeah, but yeah. on the flip end is just like I think there's so many good things that look great on the screen here. Oh, they do. They I do. think the direction of it is so good. Yeah, yeah. You know? no, no, I mean, you know, Kerry Fukunaga, he's, he's one of the, you know, when I see his name directing something, he hasn't even directed that many things. But you go, the first season of uh, True Detective and Beast of No Nation, I'm like, yeah, this guy. And then just yeah. watching it in the beginning, I was like, oh, man, he gets it. But 
you know, the 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 fans the fan service got a bit thick thick for me. Like at first, it was like, oh, this is kind of cool, just kind of slipping in. We got all the time in the world, but there's so many different things where you're like, all right, I I, I see what you're doing. You, you can yeah. you can knock it off now. Shit, James Bond should went in karate chop the editor and cut that shit down. <laughs> yeah, right. Himself. <laughs> people in. And there's, there's other things that I really don't like about this movie, but it would, but I would have to save it for a uh, spoiler talk. We will do a spoiler talk, and it deserves one. It deserves one, and, and you know, and, it, and there's certain decisions that we have to talk about with this. But look, I love James Bond, but you ever hang out with somebody you like, and you know, for after a little while, you're just like, you know, I'm tired of your ass. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Martin's like, yeah, you. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love James Bond, but hey, man, you got to go home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, you know, you like, start going like, oh, well, you know, I got this meeting in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, ever since you became sensitive, you boring as fuck, man. You, can, you ain't bringing no women over? All right, man, you got to go home, man. The most sensitive thing, I, that didn't bother me in the least. I, I no, didn't, I didn't no, give it a second either. thought. No, I like, no, I like that, too. I like that. I mean, shit, you ain't as exciting as you speak with shit, but hey. Hey, <laughs> it's time to put that shit away anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to lose control. James, you gave up everything for her. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.